Hello and welcome to Technology Services Success, a podcast by CompTIA's Technology Lifecycle Services Community. Hi, my name is Colleen Payne of Universal Adaptive Consulting Services, and today I'm talking to Ryan Lee of the Yavda Company. And today's podcast, we'll be talking about the implementation and ongoing services and support. And Ryan, can you tell me a little bit about your company and um, how long you've been in business, as well as the years that you've been working in this particular technology field? Sure, Colleen. And, and I appreciate you having us on. Um, we, we are passionate about implementation, um, so it, it definitely um, helps to bring that uh, to the technology field. Um, so the after company, we started it about a, a year ago, a little less than a year ago. Um, we we formed as a group of uh, three of us who are, are former implementation consultants in, in various uh, industries from other sectors of the IT um, to other products. Um, I, I did my first implementation back in 2010 where, you know, I... I worked at, at a university implementing a, a content management product and taking that out to the instructors there. Um, and, and followed by that, you know, I went on and worked for an aerospace company implementing and working with the systems engineering team, developing requirements, taking out requirements to the, to the customer, and then working with the customer to, to bring that um, product to, to them. And so I guess just to tell you a little bit more about the after company, you know, we, we are an implementation consulting firm. Um, what we do is we, we help businesses, medium-sized businesses, um, create sort of the, the requirements needed to bring on a, a feature such as a CRM or an ERP or a document management system. Um, some of the fields that we, we work on are real estate companies, financial institutions, institutions, legal offices, although we have experience in, in other sorts of companies as well. Um, but we just, we try to focus with top tier products and, and work on the, the process improvement, work with the customers to identify those requirements and then just simply take it out to them, try to, to get those products in, streamlined, and, and help the employees be able to use those products. Okay, great. Um, did you mention the number of years um, that you guys have been in business? Yeah, so we we only started one year ago, so as the after company. Oh, okay, okay. Wonderful. Congratulations on that. Well, thank you. Yeah. Now, you did mention a brief summary of your services, so can you give me an example of a contract in which you have provided implementation of ongoing services and support? Sure. So one of the, the products or services that we provide is um, at Salesforce Implementation Consulting. Um, and, and the reason why we, we dove into Salesforce is because we do believe that it's, it's a great enterprise product um, that can be streamlined to, to benefit the medium-sized businesses as well. And so, so some of those medium-sized businesses who are trying to create those processes and, and workflow automation rules into their organizations will come to us. So an example of that would be um, recently that an organization of about 40 employees came to us saying they want to implement Salesforce for the first time in their organization. And so they hired us to, to come on, review their process flow, um, and, and organize 
some of the, the requirements, and then we would go back with our architects um, on the system side, um, do, do the, the configuring of the, that um, architecture, and then develop those system requirements, go back to the, the company's management team, present those um, and, and kind of take a look at those requirements. Then we would work with the back-end developers, um, go customize, um, create that, and, and then go back to the customer, help them clean up their data, get it organized in a manner that we could, we could take that data and go onto the system and, and have it populate. Um, but one of the, the efforts that, that we, we really put a focus on in our business is, is the support packages that we offer after um, the implementation because we, we really think that that's, that's where our customers are going to get the most value. The implementations themselves, sure, they can take two or three months, um, but the, the value in it comes from, from after the implementation. So, so once the customer has been implemented, and had the organization up and or the the product up and running. Um, one thing that we we try to do is, is give that that continued support, the value add um, through the the months and years after, um, so that that they they know that they have a product that they can trust, that's reliable, and that that is most importantly being used. Um, we hate to see organizations take on these products but not use them. And so, so they end up spending thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases on these products that sometimes they just aren't using and aren't getting the most value out of. So with this organization, what we um, did recently was, was, to, was create that support package. And it, it, it didn't just consist of additional development hours at a reduced price. It, it consisted of meeting with management, reviewing usage of the package, uh, or of the product, I should say, um, and then reviewing the feedback from the users on the on the actual tool, and and making sure that the users are liking the interface that they're dealing with, um, to make sure that that they're having the best experience and want to use the system. All right, thank you, thank you. This has been a great conversation. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll return shortly. CompTIA benefits provide members with a wealth of resources that, when leveraged, result in measurable impact, helping to grow IT businesses and careers. Become a member today at comptia.org register. All right, Ryan, uh, we're back, and I would like to ask you a few more questions. What skill sets and knowledge and or experience is required to perform the implementation and ongoing services to support uh, your end users? Sure. Thanks, Colleen. Um, I think first and foremost, just being a business analyst uh, is, is a great skill. I, I know that no, knowing your tools that you're implementing is, is a huge priority, but understanding how to break down the business, and, and, and obviously it all comes back to what the customer is goal is. So when the customers can create these goals, um, you know, sometimes that, that involves a business analyst to help the business create the goals. And then once they can create the goals and, and get a clear identification of the end goal, 
um, they, they can man they can communicate that to management and to the, to the systems integrator and then to the employees who are going to be using it. Um, so I would say uh, one of the, the skill sets needed is just knowing how to manage the, the balance between those different areas, the, the business, the management, and the engineering side. Okay. So how many years of experience do uh, you think is required? Um, I think it depends on the level of organization that you're dealing with. I, I think I think to, to deal with the, the small and middle-sized businesses, I, typically when I, I speak to a, a new implementation consultant that I want to go out to businesses and, and consult with them, I want them to have, you know, at least a couple of years experience in that business, um, in the industry or the, the technology field within that industry, um, something that, that allows them to, to be able to have some sort of expertise and, and value add to that specific industry that they're consulting in. So I would say a minimum of, of about two years. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Please share some of your best practices performed on a contract in terms of implementation or, or um, at least ongoing services and support. Sure. And, and I think it, there's, there's really um, one best practice and I think that it, it really comes down to not trying to bite off more than you can chew. A, a lot of companies come to us and they have this big elaborate plan of how they're, of what they want the, the product to do, but they either don't have the budget or the time constraints to implement that whole project. And so, so one of the best practices that I've found is for implementation co consultants, know your customer. For the actual customers, know your budget, know, know the, the time constraints you have, and, and don't go into the, the implementation with the firm ideas in place. Go consult with the implementation consultants. Let them learn your business. Let them give feedback. And then from there, develop communicable goals to to the organization, but also to the implementation consultants. Okay, great. That's some good advice uh, for the listeners uh, to take a look at when they're um, going out looking at particular businesses to you know do services for them. So thank you, Brian, for that information. What we're going to do, we're going to take a, another short break, and we'll return and continue this conversation. In an era of perpetual disruption, much of it propelled by breakthroughs in business technology, access to industry insights and expertise is more essential than ever. So is CompTIA. We're your nonprofit global tech association connecting leading innovators with the experienced technology solution providers who together are actively redefining the state of business technology. If your business builds, sells, influences, or drives the adoption of technology, CompTIA is the place for you. We help you and all the levels of your organization succeed through unbiased industry insight, credible guidance, and supportive collaborations that help you transform the way you do business. Become a member today at comptia.org register. All right, we're back from break. Thank you, Ryan. Um, we've got two more questions that we want to ask, and then we're going to wrap up. What are some of the challenges that you faced in the technology field, 
and what do you have or what have you done to overcome these challenges? Okay, Colleen, this is one of my favorite topics. Um, honestly, I think the biggest challenge right now in the day and age that we live is businesses simply have a fear. And it is, it, it, it's described as the FOMO, the, the fear of missing out. And I, I think we've heard that many times. The fear of missing out is, is one of the biggest challenges I think we face right now. And the reason for that is because businesses are investing in technology without a lot of sign-off from employees, um, at, at least a, a collaborative sign-off uh, from the employees and management. They get sold on these grand pictures from the, the sales development reps, which we love, um, but, but sometimes um, they get too caught up in, in what they're missing by not investing in technology rather than improving the processes that they have as a business first, and then going out and searching for products that meet those, those process improvements that they're searching for. Okay, okay. Now, please share some of your lessons learned in terms of providing implementation and ongoing services and support. Sure. Um, so, so one of the experiences that we've had recently is is exactly what I've said, you know, trying to eat the, the entire cow at once. You know, it just can't be done. But, but customer after customer comes and, and they want these big elaborate schemes of, of how they're going to get a project done. But then when it comes to the budget, the, the, the billable hours, I, I simply, you know, I, I have costs, I have overhead as a, as a, a business owner. Um, just as the customers we're serving have overhead in their businesses, uh, you know, we, we've had to, to help our customers um, identify a, a real path to implementation, help them sit down and, and come up with some clear objectives, some clear goals, and, and say, look, for the budget and for, for what you're trying to get out of this implementation, Here's a clear objective of what we believe we can accomplish. And, and that, that brings us online with the, the business. And then it's those packages, those, those overtime packages that are um, affordable or, or somehow um, an increased value to their business so, so they can find the, the cash from other departments um, or, or other things to be able to bring us on again at a later time to implement more specific features or functionality. Okay. All right, Ryan, excuse me. I have one more question. Sure. If you had the chance to start over in the technology field, would you do it differently? Um, I, think, I think I would have started this business sooner. Um, and I guess I say that because as I've been doing this business um, for other organizations, I, I see the need and I, I see that, that the, the customers and there, there needs to be a balance between business and technology experts. And I love bridging that gap between those two because I, I understand the technical side, but I also understand the, the business side. And so I guess for me, I, I think I just would have done it sooner. This model works well for me and it, it works well for our customers. So 
I would I would just leave it at that. All right, Brian. I thank you very much for joining this podcast. Look forward to speaking with you soon on upcoming podcasts. And um, if you have any additional questions or anything you want, would like to add, um, please do so at this time. No, Pauline, I appreciate you taking the time to meet with me today. Thanks for listening to Technology Services Success, brought to you by CompTIA's Technology Lifecycle Services Community. Get more episodes of Technology Services Success on iTunes or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Learn about TLS and all of CompTIA's member communities at comptia.org communities.